Yo, yo, what's going on, people? You know what time it is, man. It's another episode of Run the Tape with your host. You got your man Cozy in the building. This illustrious team with him as well. You got Max as always. What's going on, y'all? Got Uchachi with us also. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. Tell them why you hungry. Why are you hungry, man? I'm hungry because I have to get into a costume in the next 12 days. Oh, what you playing? Like? Scooby Doo villain? So, no, I'm playing Moss since I want to be down the road naked. I okay. can't eat. <laughs> so yeah, you try, she's uh she's uh she's leaving us, man. She's gonna be in Toronto getting her Rihanna on. I can until I can eat real food. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I gotta go one day, but I won't be like in crowds like that, so I'll be like it, it gets crazy. Hesitant. It gets intense. It's gotten a lot like I, I I went to and this is one of the reasons I actually play Moss to avoid the crowd. Go oh, um, yeah, because you down there just you yeah, because like, it's one and they're very strict about like letting people a lot, let, like if you're not playing, if you're not a masquerader, then you, you're, they are really strict about keeping you on the sides. Right. So um, it keeps me away from a lot of the crowd. Um, but it, it's kind of big. Like Toronto's, is, I think it's the biggest in North, like outside of the Caribbean, North America, yeah. North America. Yeah. So it, it's gotten big. They've definitely developed a reputation, which is great. Which is so, great. I'm happy to see it. I know a lot of people who pack cars and just take a road trip. Exactly. And go over there. That's not me. I fly. <laughs> you smart. I, I don't have time to be in eight hours on like eight to ten hours because yeah. somebody got pee, somebody got to eat, <laughs> somebody can't stay in the car too long. So I'm flying. So what's the week been like, man? What have we been listening to since the last time we recorded? I know myself. Um, this new uh, album. By Buddy, has been really good. Harlan and Alondra, um, West Coast artists coming out of Compton. Yo, it, it's it's crazy because, man, West Coast is really like, they're having a crazy run right now. They're kicking up. Like, really yep. having a very, very strong run. I, I won't I won't say that. I think that creatively, it it eclipses the run that they had in the, in the 90s. I just think that the substance... I know that we had some very like, iconic people that mm-hmm. came out of the 90s. You had, you know, N.W.A., you had Cube, you had, you know, Dre, you had, you know, Suge Knight, yeah. you know, Snoop Dogg. Like, that was very strong. Don't get me wrong. Like, the legends that they pumped out, I don't think that you could recreate that again. However, I just believe that the energy, the creativity, and just the lack of filler that's coming out of the West Coast right now is just bar none some of the best work and the fact that it's extremely dominant like nobody else is really churning out like comprehensive bodies of work like that chicago chicago is like right like right there behind them um because they have no, some they, very very thought-provoking people but they got but chicago what, beat though yeah, yeah. i but think what it is is like this time around with the way that the west coast is coming up is that there's no um no scandals so like to because the 90s was filled with shit that was just distracting just like court cases and rape you know allegations and uh, murder murder and beef and like that's not the case at all this time we really so if anything that probably does probably make them it could be argued that maybe there's more talent there because of the fact that there's nothing to elevate them or make them infamous outside of their music right now it's great buddy has been um he's been doing this thing for a while um he's got a couple great great projects that have already dropped if you have if you don't know this artist i would uh, suggest you go and look to listen to his magnolia ep and also listen to his ocean ocean and montana montana ep that came out 
as well. He actually was originally signed to uh, Pharrell, but that ended up not really. It's crazy how people like start out signing with like a legend or a superstar. I think he still signed with Pharrell though, through I Am Other. Could be because he started off Star Trek and okay. then that contract right. That out. that's what I'm referring to. Uh, and then now he's kind of like a roundabout way through I Am, I Am Other. Other. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I love I Am Mother too. Yeah. Like, that's a really good project that Pharrell has. Aside from that, I mean, I've been listening to this new joint spot, Chance the Rapper, that we're going to get into a little bit later. Over the weekend, I was actually on vacation. So, you know, absolutely, you know, I had to trap, trap, trap. That's all I heard, man. Mm-hmm. Trap. I was in a house full of black people. So it was just nothing but trap, nothing but uh, future and old singles and SWV. So that's all it was. Not that bad, though. Yeah. It's an interesting mix. Yeah, that's, I know, that's right? like fun, though. Yeah. No, I was, uh, you had a great time. Bunch of sing-alongs. You had a great time. A lot of singing-along, a lot of twerking. Nice. Yeah, I've been listening to my boy. He dropped his project on Friday. Yeah. His name's Stan Goody. He dropped his project, Defining Moments. It's an yeah. EP. It's debut EP. And I've been listening to that a lot. I mean... I heard tracks in the past, you know, you let me hear stuff, but to hear the full project out, yeah, it was like it was dope. So it's always cool. Yeah. It's always good. Good man. You what about yourself? So Soka. I hate to admit this. Oh yeah, Soka, of course, because you know I'm getting ready for the road. I'm actually, you know, I've been listening to Everything Is Love, which is this is the most Beyonce I have ever listened to in my entire life. It's confusing me. I don't know what to do about it. I don't, I don't, I'm like, it's so wild how yeah, I like, like the, what you like. The minute I get into the car, the first thing I do is play boss. Like, it's so wild to me. Um, and it's really only like three, four songs in that whole album. Right. Like, so I'm like, it's the same thing, like boss, friends, nice. And Love Happy, I'm, is really starting to grow on me, which is yeah. wild. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's really weird for me to admit it, but like, the, I'm actually quoting Beyonce. Like, that shit is are wild. You, are you about to be like part of the hive now? No, fuck no. Like, never. That's how it starts. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's how it starts. No, like, no, I'm sure. No, and she's pregnant again? Who said that? Yeah, I heard she's pregnant again. Who said that? Yeah, yeah, No, that's a rumor. She's, you know, here's the thing I don't think people realize is that she had twins. So, like, people are thinking that she lost weight like that, but. You know, Beyonce has been wearing waist trainers out the ass. Like, and maybe one of the days that people thought that she was pregnant, she decided not to wear her waist trainer. The chick is up. So, yeah. like, I mean, like, before people come from my neck, let's be honest. Like, she had twins. It's hard to lose weight after children, particularly after, like, as you have more and more pregnancies, it's harder and harder to lose weight. So, like, I don't think she didn't snap back immediately. Like, the pictures that we see of her, they're, you know, they're proper. There's a certain way that they're set up so that she looks as if she has. Oh, yeah. They tell you know, people not to take photos. Like, exactly. They only accept certain types. Certain types of photos, and when she is photographed, you know, um, by paparazzi, she's usually in a long flowing dress, something hiding her midsection. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the likelihood is that, you know, one day that they caught her where her stomach looked a little bigger was the day that she loosened up the waist trainer, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. She pulled the Homer Simpson, let the duff hang out. (laughs) It's and it's fine. I'm sure she has like the image police wasn't there, so yes, I'm sure she's like lost a she has lost a significant amount of weight, but like you know. Sometimes the belly don't snap back the way we want it to, or it looks a wild one day and it looks flat the other day. Like it's like that. You literally have to like, and this is I know this from like experience. You have to like just like go start. You have to start for like two days in order to get that flat belly look. So she's probably you know 
She probably wanted to eat and just didn't, you know. <laughs> it's eat. interesting you say you're still listening to that project. I haven't heard anyone talk about it in a while since like that initial first week. Um, it it was one of my go tos on the road. It was on, it was one of my go tos on the road. Um, basically. Yeah, obviously you got to think about what albums you can listen to straight because you don't want to play DJ all the time. Yeah, you just want to like press play and dip. Um, yeah, definitely everything in love was on repeat. I listened to it on the way up and I listened to it on the way back. Um, as I listen to it, I can definitely see where you, Chachi is coming from. I think that it's still you know it's a solid body of work as we talk about it again. Solid body of work, worth the listen. It's not a waste of time. Um, they have some great themes on there. I did. I, I I distinctly remember saying to myself that Beyonce's writing though is comes off extremely juvenile at mm-hmm. times. Yeah, cause she's a terrible writer. Like, like really, like she's, she, she's not great. Like, what song was that? Um, she rhymed bum whores with something else. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, bum whores? Like, I was like, bum whores. I know, so I, know, I don't know. So without checking credits, boss, stuff, it was on boss. Yeah. It's on, on boss. boss yeah. w- without on checking boss. credits and stuff, can you tell which song she wrote and which one she didn't? Like, like, like by listening yeah, to it? Yeah, like she wrote this, she didn't write this. I can tell right. she fucking wrote boss. <laughs> like, I could tell, like, that was like an inside job. I, I don't think somebody. She's and then I was so also many upset. Other people have, like, I don't, she's never written a. Has she ever written a full song on her own? There's always like she's written a line or two, but she's never written. She's not a great writer. Yeah. She does. That's not. That's her sister. And I also <laughs> don't know how I feel about the fact that ape shit is basically a reproduction of the Migos working version. Like, yeah. like practically, it's the same exact song, just with, it's just performed by. Beyonce and I just don't know how I feel about obviously you know they didn't write the J verse so I mean put that aside but the but the but the key part about that song is Beyonce so for it to have been sourced completely I mean like not just the hook okay I give you the hook not just the melody okay I give you that we talking hook melody verses everything I'm just like damn I'm like, this is one of the best songs on the album, and the shit doesn't even come from you. It's a Migos song. So it makes, yeah, it, it is a Migos song. So it just makes me like, so it, it's a little bittersweet. It's a little bittersweet. So I definitely had a little like reunion with everything. I just love think that well. I'm, I'm going through a point in my life where there's a lot of transitions, and so the, the songs that I did like are the ones that are the ones that I think like pertain to like what's somewhat happening in my life. So maybe that's why I'm so like drawn to it because I can't, I for the life of me cannot understand. Because it's not, I mean, it's a, it's fine. It's a good album, but it's not like, it's, I never would have expected that I would go back to listening to it again. So it's interesting. But you're, but you're listening to Beast Mode too, right? You're listening to the future? Or is that a joke? <laughs> I tried, bro. Is that a joke? <laughs> I tried. Listen, guys, we got to sign a petition. There's not one song she likes from you. got to sign a petition. You know, give me a hundred signatures. And we have to do, and uh, Uchechi has to do a marathon <laughs> of future albums. You guys want me dead. Uninhibited. Yeah, you clearly want me dead. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot's, a lot's been going on this week. Um, Nicki Minaj is back in the news. She did, I mean, for her music, nothing else. She did a joint track with, um, she's back in collab mode right now, which is usually a telltale sign that, you know, she has a project on the way. Her album comes out um, next month. Uh, Queen, she just dropped. She did, you know, she's been doing a joint with uh, the Boot Up joint. With oh, LMA. LMA, yeah. She did. She's been you know, collaborating heavy with Ariana Grande. 
Um, you know, not to mention the work that she's done, you know, early in the year with the Plain Jane remix and some other things with the, like Uzi Vert. So she did this joint with Takashi 69 called Fifi. Um, I don't know. I think she had a strong verse. I think I, I think I don't like the song. I think the beat is good. Yeah. I don't like the song because I don't like Six Nine. Right? I, I think he's a horrible rapper. Right? But I think that Nicki gave him one of. It's hard to even I know say he's rapping on that song. Yeah, it's hard. Like yeah, yeah, it is hard to say that he's like to call that rapping. Yeah. But nowadays you have to like be all inclusive. Yeah. Cause rapping is no longer just like a hip hop. A hip like it's more than just that now. Now it's like. What he does and is what Uzi does and is what Lil Pump does. Where like sings like singing is, is singing on certain, beat yeah. is essentially. There's like, a fluidity to it. Yeah. The same way where singing used to be, you know, Otis Redding and Teddy Pendergrass, and then now you have like R. Kelly come in who only had that one that one note that they could just fluctuate a little bit, and that's not traditional singing. And now fast forward, now you have Childish Gambino, who's a singer, singer right. but he doesn't have that, he doesn't have the same vocal range or as like, some other people. Who we consider a singer and a rapper, which is Exactly, right? So... Do you consider Childish Gambino more of a singer than a rapper? I personally consider him, to, at this point right now, mm-hmm. yes. Had you asked me when Camp came out? Yeah. No. Like, I think that it was like, uh, I think that he was more of a rapper than a singer, but I feel like now he's it's like straddling the line a little bit, yeah. especially after that Awaken My Love, that last yeah, album he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. After so if that. If he puts out a, a rap album, would that even it out? Yeah, if he, if he, yeah if, he, if, he, if he shows like the balance, but he dropped the summer, he dropped some, some summer joints and that's like a couple weeks singing. ago, and it's pretty much singing. So it just looks like he's going in this direction yeah. where like, He's just getting but that away from that. But that even started with uh, was it Kuawi? That yeah, that that really that was kind of. I really like, fucked with that though. I loved that was it. A good it was a good project. I just thought that that was like a, like a, I just wanted to test this out. Yeah. See what I got going on, you know? Um, like Chris Brown, fan of a fan with Tiger. Like you just, I right, nigga, stop though. Don't let. But he kept going, so it's just like, you just never know, man. You just never know. But yeah, but as far as the song goes, um, I mean, I, I know you touched. You had some thoughts about the so track, right? So I. I thought this, the production is fun. Production I is definitely cannot fun. stand Takashi Six Nine, but I, he I could deal with him on this song. I thought it was like it's cute. It's definitely like something that I could hear out and would like dance to it and not think too much about it. Lyrically, this is definitely one of which is a shame, but it is Nikki's one of her better um, verses for all the projects that she has put out this year. And that is sad, but it's it's like her better like lyrically, it's creative. There's great wordplay. Um, she's she is like riding the beat like no other. Like this is like definitely good Nikki's music. Like this is good Nikki. The way she was riding that beat was yeah. She was it, she was in the pocket on, the whole she time. She was in the pocket. I could definitely I could definitely respect Nikki. You, all right. Oh, okay, was, I gave you that one. But it's she sad. That it's like it's a trash. It's a. I mean, for the most part, it's a trash song, and it's just like, yeah. it's sad that this is where <laughs> you would put your, not even on your own album, like you would put your best work on this. Like it's unfortunate that you would do that. That that would happen. Whereas like everything else, Chung Lee, even her her verse on Boot Up wasn't that great either. But oh, it was nah, better they, than Chung Lee and Barbie Ting. She was lambasted for her for her efforts on Boot Up. Damn. There was like yo. Nikki, you ruined the song. 
That's like not legit. Great to begin with. In the first place, but. No, Fifi, I'll try to listen to it. Just we gotta it. cut. We gotta cut that part out of the podcast it. episode. Uh, Ucheshi is uh, shaming boot up. I think it's. A, I don't think it's a good she's song at all. The, the song. The song. She's, she's, the she's like, song. nah. The song is not, not that great. Either. Oh, you wild. It's not that great. Oh man. Um. How do you feel about it, Max? Well, Fifi. Yeah. I tried, man. It's not for me. Yeah, I, just, I heard Nikki, and I just all I kept hearing is pussy, pussy, pussy. And I'm like, oh my god! She said pussy once. She did not say it just once. Lyric, lyric check. She Genius. She definitely said pussy more than once. She said posse, and then she said pussy. I don't know, man. I, I just you know, is Nikki in a place where? Obviously, look, this is. I feel like we talk about her like at least once every two episodes. So obviously she's current. Obviously she is. She is relevant um, for the right things. That's always been my question. I think that, and which actually said this off mic, basically that you know she's a better collaborator, yeah, than she is a solo artist. I agree with that. Yeah. Nikki's features would be top notch. She be outshining whoever the fuck she it is she's doing a song yeah. with, and that's cool. Like, and she does definitely bring but life. Certain she artists brings life like to that. a song. Certain artists are like that, and I just think that. But I think that she's been like that her entire career, though. Yeah. I think that from start her Young Money features. Um, the features that she has with female artists where it's like R&B and then she comes in rapping over it. Like it, it makes the song in a way tolerable or approachable as far as like from a from a upbeat standpoint. But sometimes, man, like with her solo shit and her just having to figure out how to reinvent herself song after song after song after song. I just think that she just takes these experiments that they just don't work for her. Okay, she, she said pussy twice. She needs a seven-song project. That's what she. Yeah, needs. she need Kanye. Make it happen. This is why project. I completely. This is how I felt about like I. I really do believe that people need to take a page out of. Even if you don't do seven, do ten. Get back into that where like the where you think where what is it? How many can you do without being charged extra? I think it's like ten, twelve um, songs, and you start getting charged per song because then it's like outside of it's more than an album. What they consider people yeah. need to start looking at like that like. I can let me put my best music on it and then consider what's gonna happen. That's what fucking was Khalifa. Khalifa, I swear he put like every song that he's been working on in the past like five years <laughs> on that fucking album. That nigga had a like I was just yeah, like, all right, like once I hit ten songs, I was like, well, you know, this is it for me. Like, yeah, and it sucks because with Khalifa, he put a lot of the a lot of strong tracks at the end, and you don't get you don't get I can't to get to it. it. You don't get to it, and it's like fuck, man, this is the problem. Bro, this is the problem. Like, it's like, yes, you get the streams. Yes, you're gonna get more streams because you have more content. And we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Um, but, but at the end of the day, man, like, you're diluting your work. Your work will be better. You know for a fact that you didn't need to put all those goddamn songs. Twenty five. Twenty five songs, bro. And this is from I'm a I'm a Khalifa fan. Like, Khalifa fan. Cushion OJ, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? His work with Currency. Some of the best shit that that's came out for both of their careers, right? Yeah. Um, only nigga in first class, that was my shit, yo. But I just with just this, like with Black Hollywood and like, you know, the Khalifa project, and then now you got this joint. I just feel like, dude, like you gotta shorten it up, make it short, sweet, and just move yeah. on. Like thirteen tracks, I'm good with that. That's pushing right. it. That's right. pushing it, bro. But then you coming out with twenty five, my nigga. We didn't. We just 
gave Drake thing. some smoke. Yeah, with 25 tracks, it's hard to curate an album. There's no way that album no way. is curated. You're not you're curating just the shit. sound. You're just like you put some melting bro. pot of everything you've been working on yeah. and hope people take some good exactly. shit out of it. It's terrible. It's just not going to work, I, man. It's not yeah. going to work. I, 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 it's not a project that I didn't want to begin with, so... Yeah, I mean, and what, I actually like Khalifa, but I like him in small doses, yeah. so like mixtape type of yeah. ish. I, I was not, it was twenty five was not necessary. No, I completely understand, man. I'm, I'm with you. I think I agree with both of you. I think that I can see how listening to Fifi is a struggle. Um, I listened to it just because you know I talked about this last episode. Is you have to just know what it, or two, a couple episodes ago, you have to just know what it is that you don't like. And I always just, anytime I come across an artist, I'm like, I don't fucking want to listen to you. Yeah. But I have to listen to you because I cannot say how I don't want to listen to you if I don't listen to you. So I got to give you another shot to just show me something else. And I, I have been surprised a couple of times. Fifi surprised me because Billy and um and all of his other shit to me has been catchy. But lyrically, it's just been fucking sad, bro. Like him just screaming on the record, top of his fucking lungs, chants. It's really mm-hmm. just chants. That's really just I what heard, it is. I think and not the rapper. Jesus Christ. Somebody played one song with Takashi Six Time and he was screaming. And I remember thinking, like, am I old? Like, is that what's happening? And I, is that why I'm, like, turned down the music? Because I, I was sitting there like, I need you to turn this down. Nah, because but, I, I but was... kids turn up to it. Like, my head they was, like... They shit. turn up to I it. I was like, like, yo, like, you need to turn this down. Like, I can't even think. Nah, like, but, <laughs> but Gummo, though, that joint go yeah, hard. Yeah, it does. It does. go hard. It does. I mean, but damn, like maybe once or twice, but it's not that people be having that shit on repeat still. Yeah, I can't. So I can't, man. It's. A, I mean, I like trash music. <laughs> like, I like trash shit. Like, when I'm out, when I'm having fun, I'll listen to and I'll like sing along with it. But he's never appealed to me whatsoever. But this song, I guess I can get behind it. I don't know. So if you had to listen to one of these two projects from one artist, Takashi or Future, which one would you listen to? Wow. 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 Because you like, hate both of them. That is unfortunate. So if you had to choose one of them to listen to a whole project, which one no of them skips. would be? No skips. No skips? No skips. Straight through. I think I know which easy. one you're going to go guess with, though. I it'd have to be Future. I knew oh, it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's saying a lot. I don't have, I don't have like, I... I, I can't not with Zakashi. <laughs> like I can't. I That's can't. A whole you lot. might have a gym record. For no, you in there. <laughs> like, like I, I no. So at least like future I can fall asleep. Like. <laughs> wow. So this week also, um, one of my projects that I was really looking forward to this year when they started dropping music, the internet. Internet came out. Um, they've been they've been such a great group. I mean, for myself, they've been a really great group. I think they were one of the highlights of the Our Future Wolfgang mm-hmm. crew. Um, I think that their creative talent and their collective really just you. Th- there was no way they they could just be contained within that within that um, collection of artists anymore. I just think they had to step out and do their own thing. Even even so much, Sid had to step out on her own and do her own shit. I just think Which all of them have had their own solo project. I mean, from uh, Steve Lacey to Mark, Matt, uh, Matt Martians. Um, and I just think that they've been really, really doing a great thing, man. Have you guys, I know that I know that you're a Sid fan, right? I am a Sid fan. I actually like this. I like this album. Usually, for the most part, I'll skip around for the internet. Um, 
and really focus on the songs that Sid is like really singing on. Yeah. But this I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the Hive Mind. Um, Come over is the video is real cute. Um, videos, yeah, videos treatments were good. Yeah. And then like the song is great. Love Bravo. Um, love La Di Da. Love it gets better. Like it's a good, it's a good project. I know Max. You said that you're not a big, you're not a big internet fan. Is that true? No. Or what's no, what's I don't want, now? I don't want to say I'm not a fan because right. I don't know their music that way that right. much. Like I know the name. I've never listened to a whole project, a project from them. Okay. Uh, my, I listened to Sids. I think that was was that last year. That was last year. I listened to that. I liked it. Um, this album, I played it today. It's good, like ambiance music. Like mm. you just have at a party, like drinking wine and you just kicking it. Yeah. But it's not something I would listen to for a listen. Right. You know, it's like something I would just play when people I have people over, entertaining guests and stuff like that. But I can't say I'm not a fan because I'm not too familiar with their music. Right. I just have to get, like, get into I heard, it. Was this, like five albums? I was shocked. This that is the had, fifth album. I was shocked they had five. I'm like five. That's a five, lot. Yo. Um, so they, I got to go yes, back. That's a good amount. Yeah. Um, come together uh, is a great way to start the record. Roll the second track, Burbank Funk. Yes. That shit has been on repeat. That okay. shit. That shit's been on repeat for like, I don't know, for a couple of days now. Like really, that's how good of a song that is. Um, I also fuck with La Di Da as well. Um, Mood, Next Time, Slash Humble Flow. That's a really an, another great record. And then I guess my only concern is sometimes Sid's vocals, right? Like, she sounds really great when there's a big production behind her. On those records where it's like not big um where it's like more ambiance and her vocals come through obviously she has a limited range yeah. in terms of like what she does and sometimes that can get a little monotonous because she she That's doesn't fair, she yeah. doesn't go too hot she doesn't go too high she doesn't go too low she kind of stays at that and you got to be careful with that because it when gets she, boring it gets boring yeah. over a while and i think the thing that they do great is that they let other people sing or they let yeah. other people like take uh take the lead so like on la di da Steve Lacey, uh, Steve Lacey comes through and sings that on roll. He also sings that as well too. And I think towards the end of the record, um, with beat goes on, um, and I think there's another record like she's letting the other band members are getting involved to kind of break that up because to hear Sid's voice the entire time is like you got to be in a certain type of like space and like mindset or you have to be a fan like you have to be a like big I ass am. fan i know <laughs> you got to be a big ass fan and like just sit down and listen to that to, to that vocal type that vocal range for that long but nonetheless i mean standout record fantastic i love it so far shit's been on repeat i'm happy i'm, I'm happy to have it i back. just think it's i just like it because it's just like it just like really um just pays home homage to like just musical forms that we don't really like i mean they a lot they all play instruments and so there's a lot of jazz in there there's a lot of like true like rhythm and blues yeah. and i i truly appreciate that because you don't get that a lot and then also not only is it that but there's also a lot of like like um you know new elements along with it so a lot of like you know the way that the, the production that's created just that mixture i think i enjoy from them and sure. I think that makes them like that's what makes them what they are. Yeah. So yeah, Max, I would definitely, I would definitely advise you to listen to Ego Death. Um, 
which was the last album that came out, along with Feel Good, which is another project. I first got turned on to them back in like 2014 because they had this track, Don't Ya? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was like huge, huge song. And the vocals, it was such a catchy song. And I just, from there, I was hooked. Anything that they came out with, I went back and listened to like all of their projects. And I, ha- I haven't been disappointed since, man. So, but I agree with you. It definitely is a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe and It's not like if I'm in the car with you, I'm not going to play, play the, yeah. the internet. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But if I'm like, rolling solo, or if I'm with my lady or something like that, I just want to play some chill shit so she can be like, eh, turn that rap off. I'm going to play that. Yeah. I'm going to fuck with it. So there's definitely a space for it. Nah, I'm going to go back to listen to that. Definitely. I do a lot of going back. I listen, I listen to like, I went back and listened to, because you, you mentioned the um, West Side Gun projects. I, I think I only listened to two of the, um, what was it, Hitler, Wears. Hitler, Wears, Hermes. Yeah. yeah. My thing with him he raps too slow for me. He like, does. Like, too slow. He does. But I did go back. The beats are impeccable, though. Beats is crazy. Yeah, beats are impeccable. Beats is, though, the beats remind me of um, Alchemist. Yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. Alchemist-type beats. You know what? Like, I love Prodigy, right? Um, rest in peace. And I will say that all of his projects, you know, Head Nigga in Charge and yeah, yeah, all yeah. of his works with uh, Mom Deep, all of that shit is great. My favorite body of work by him is Albert Einstein, right? And that mm-hmm. was the shit that he did. That was a collaborative album that he did with just Alchemist Beats. And that shit's crazy because the production in itself yep. is like it's not meant to overshadow the rapper, right? It's just low, rotate, like repeating samples, loops and shit. It's not meant to be like big ass 808s or nothing like that. It's just intricately, intricately created. I fuck with it, man. I fuck with it. Like I said, yeah. again, three episodes in a row. Go listen to nah, West Side Gun. Bro. Should listen to it. It's definitely Go listen to West Side Gun. Good listen still, yeah. but it's just so slow. Like yeah, like, he's in a quiet but taste. But like my friend had a good point. He was like, "It's good money. It's good music to count money to." Absolutely right. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you definitely feel like the man listening to that shit, man. I give you that. Speaking of the man, a man Chance is back. Chance the rapper is back. Blesses with a couple joints. Wow. I think last week. Um, yeah, four tracks Yeah a couple mm-hmm. Couple they, four tracks He did what I wish Meek would've did Just not call it an EP And just drop music Drop the four tracks Like the put, Labeling it Gives you expectation Right As opposed to just Putting it out there And let the people enjoy it like singles Taking out of it it's Okay Yeah I, I get that it, do, it definitely lowers the expectations because people don't call it a body of work. Therefore, they, they judge it differently. Yeah, it's just like, it's like you have a couple Lucy's versus got, like oh, having, like oh he got this is what he's working with. I'm like now I want to see what he come up with next. Right, but I think that to, speaks to like the differences. Like we know that Meek is a like he is a like um, he's create like he's from the industry. Like mm-hmm. so, what he does is going to be based on industry formulas. So like somebody like him, he doesn't. He's if he's gonna create music, if he's gonna put out sing, if he's gonna put out like loose songs, it's usually gonna be songs that's gonna go towards be on an album. Yeah. Whereas Chance is known for like not being signed, just like literally putting out projects like without any backing or any type of like um, company interference. So like it's expected of him to like throw songs out yeah. here and there, and then maybe put out a mixtape later on in the future so i think that speaks to like the differences in art like how like in artistry and not only but how the industry influences like artists and what they do as opposed to like you know when it comes to how they put out music because 
Like the way Meek put out music is what I would expect from him, and the way Chance put out music is exactly what I expect from Chance. Yeah, I don't even. I I mean, outside of Coloring Book, when have we ever really gotten like a full complete project from Chance? Chance? This is third one. That's a wrap. Hmm? Acid rap. Oh yeah, that's right. Acid, Acid rap. rap was the one, and then he also had, he had ten a, days. Yeah, ten days. He also had ten days, so which is a big, which project. is a big record too as well. Acid rap was a standout for me. I wasn't a big fan of Coloring Book just because, like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm full chance. I just think that the Coloring Book just cat. I think that just compartmentalized the fuck out of him, just because his message was so like, was so wholesome. And I just think that people, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not no, saying. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that. Like, very gospel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I gotta listen to the trap. I'm not saying I, I gotta listen to you. Like I listen to MF Doom, so I, I'm listening to all types of visceral rap and shit. I'm cool with that. Um, however, at the same time, I also feel like he was another end of the spectrum. But that him being at the other end of the spectrum is what makes him him. Yeah. That's what makes him successful. And I think and these, coloring, the coloring book just showed his diversity in, yeah. in music he was, he and sound. Because he has some from, creative shit going from on there. Acid album. rap to the sound he had on that is so different. Day and night. Extreme, it's so extremely different. Like, now I really want to hear the next project because those elevated. two are so different. And I know that, you know, you had said that you were excited because you had heard that um like I think his creativity can stand toe to toe with some great people. Yeah, I know you talked about him potentially doing a, a joint project with maybe Kanye in the future. In the future, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll see about that. But like I don't, I feel like, and I know you brought up a great point where you said that his creative um, motivations wouldn't be compromised by Kanye's expectations or his star mm-hmm. power. Because and I think I just think that Chance is an amazing story. Mm-hmm. I think he's an amazing story. I think that he's done amazing things so far. I think that he doesn't get the respect that he deserves because his message is is the road less traveled. And these four songs exemplify that. Yeah. Like yeah. like he just got engaged. And he came out with the joint where he's telling his exes, like, I hope it works out for you. <laughs> like, yeah. it'll work out. Yeah, <laughs> it works out yeah. And he, like, really. But the way he delivers yeah. the message is incredible. I just, I love, I love, it's crazy because I know when Chance first came out, I really, I worked, when was it Acid Rap? No, I, I think I heard him before that. And I worked really hard to not like him. Like, there was something about him. I was like, I'm not interested in this rapper. Like, and then I can't remember what project it was on. And I just fell in love. And I haven't been able to, like, Chance put out a song. I, I love it. Um, I wish he would keep it with his mouth shut otherwise. But, oh, because of his politicals, his political affiliations. I, it's not even his political affiliations. Like, he's, for the most part, you know what's funny is that for the most part, Chance is, like, is really well read. And, for the, and like, you know, he his, like, a lot of things that he says actually does make sense. But then when he came out to talk about Kanye, and I was like, and this is what, and it's a reminder of, like, nah, but how he took it back, though. Is. I, well, you know what? Everybody's allowed to make yeah. a mistake. And then he went, came out and said that Beyonce was like the the greatest of all time outside, of, like better than Michael Jackson. And I was like, wow, we have to really calm down. <laughs> like, like we have to calm down. But no, it's just like speaking. If, if, if anything, it reminds me how young he is I was gonna say because that. he um, his music. Like, while his music can be, like, really humorous and fun, like his wordplay is really great. Um, one thing about Chance is that 
he's has a maturity level that um, we don't see from people like artists his age and mm-hmm. his music because the the things that he speaks about even when he speaks about things that you would think about like are kind of childish like he speaks of with a level of maturity that we don't see from people his age and then he says something and you're like oh yeah this kid is like he's only 25 or he's only 24 or when I first heard of him he's only 22 like yeah. so he's he's still quite young um but i I like his music for that reason because it just seems to like relate to everybody yeah when i first heard of him it was on um it wasn't even acid rap like i had heard of acid rap and i'm like all right whatever i heard the name all right whatever but then i listened to um child childish gambino's royalty album Mm. or mixtape or whatever Mm. and there was a song that i really liked and i saw it was like chance to rap on i'm like oh this is that guy that people talking about and i really i was like i like this Let's see what else this kid got. Then yeah. I went to acid rap, and I was like, "Oh, this is why they like the guy." Yeah, it's a good. And then good to see how he progressed from that has been amazing too. I, I like I, I enjoy his message on 65th and Ingleside, mm-hmm. where he talks about um, how he came up and him backpedaling and I would not backpedaling but backtracking to you know where he where he came from, um, and him reminiscing about the struggles and the stories growing up um, in Chicago and how things have come full circle and how he has to take appreciation for and how he has to take appreciation for what it is, for what it is that he has. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Walla Cam joint. Don't like that. But see, but the joint, see, but the Walla Cam fits in a certain particular type of like category because it's a record for the neighborhood. It's a record for... It's the type of sound and the type of artist that he has is not for us because it features a prominent Chicago rapper. Mm -hmm. The vibe is made for, like we talked about, you talked about the um, New Orleans style, you know, footwork dance that they have. Chicago has something similar as well too. And this song completely fits in that mode. So with that, I don't even hold that against Chance. It's just like I just got to put that to the side. Like that one's just that's just not for us. That one's just not for us. That's for the that's for the that's for the crew that can have that one. I'm cool on it. I'm cool on it. Um, but overall, I think I think it was a, a solid solid four songs. I think Max is right. I think Max has a great point when he talks about how it should have just been broken up in terms of you know maybe Meek's approach. Because um, I, I can see how I'm not looking at this as a body of work. I just look at it as different energies and feelings that he's ha- having and not feeling the need to break it down in terms of like, where's the cohesiveness? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at them as individual songs. Is this good? Is this good? Is that good? Yep. Is that good? But with the exception of Wild Cam, it's actually pretty cohesive. Like, it's like they're very... They're, the themes. The re- themes are run pretty run similarly. Together, yeah. They're like, you know, it's just that like, you know, one is just a little more in-depth than the other. Um, I love... I might need security. I just... So Yo, and, that fuck you shit that he that did So, with this is, is another reason is why amazing. I like... Is it in Boss? Fuck you is one of my favorite phrases. Like, it just means so much. <laughs> I can say fuck you in jest. I can say fuck you and actually mean I'm going to whoop your motherfucking ass. Like, there's so much that can be utilized with that phrase. And to sing it in harmony, it's a song made for me. Like, it's absolutely made for me. World, watch out. Like. This shit will be her ringtone. Like, <laughs> her call, her call, uh, call tone. Yeah, like, man. It's like, that song comes out, you like. He knows it can't be on the radio, but he's like, I'm gonna put it out anyway, yeah. and it's dope. Like you're gonna nah, have to listen song. to it. 
the creativity and the fact that he would think about that and and really turn that shit into a hook. Like it's a hot, like like, it's funny. And the message, there's like runs, there's riffs, yeah, all from two words. Fuck you, it's great. Yeah, it's no, that's one of the standouts. I think, in my opinion, sixty fifth and Ingleside, sixty fifth and Ingleside, and, and probably uh, I might need security. And yo, and I don't know if niggas peep the artworks. The artwork is pretty fucking funny too. Yes, yeah. it the is. Artwork with, for, the I, with, with the, with the, the art hand, with the art hand, and that shit is yeah. too funny, man. I was like, I don't people think like it was the um, uh, very Picasso. Like, um, I think that's who that's who has like. Is it Picasso that has that type of like yeah. um, very like a uh, shape structured type of yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, I wanted to point out a lyric. I I would be remiss if I did not. Um, When in workout. So like, of course he does like the whole like, you know, I hope everything's good for y'all. But I think a a line that I think that really should, that really should be understood is when he says, I know my girl's trust is a luxury. Do you hear that, my niggas? Your girl's trust is a luxury. It is not a right. All right. You don't have a right to it. So when you fuck up, you have to build it back. It's a gift. Okay? Okay. okay. You got it. Okay? Got it. You don't have rights to that shit. So when you fuck up that loyalty, that trust, you must earn it back. That it's song, a gift. That song did not help Chance's Yo, cause. She loves all that shit. Remember, remember her favorite line, her loyalty is sensitive? No, because like, you know oh, why? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know why? She picked I'm, the one-ass <laughs> line out of the whole album. No, you know why? Because I'm a very loyal person, and, I, and it's just like it's very, like, when... When I hold you down, I hold you down. So like I have a real I have a problem. What whether in friendships, relationships, regardless of what it is, I have a strong problem people like take for granted other people's loyalties. So like that shit like I'm 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 a hood nigga when it comes to that shit. When you fuck with my loyalty, I want you dead. Like I like you gotta go because you loyalty, I'm very like I'm the mafia, I'm very serious she about be it. Tucking, tucking uh Snub nose pistols and and behind like toilets. I'm I have to like I got like oh you you fucking with loyalty like you're not you're not loyal to me then I have to end your life like I'm very serious about it. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean like I I I get it. You know you have to have certain certain ethics and values. You know as you traverse through this world, man, you can't just be out here doing whatever it is you want to do with people. People some people don't play that shit. No, I do not. A lot I of people in my life don't play that shit. So I gotta move accordingly, you know. And that's accountability, that's, that's as what you it say. Is. Accountability. I hear her say accountability. I swear to God, like when I hear her speak, I'm like, yo, I've heard all this shit before, bro. Accountability. The words accountability <laughs> and loyalty, and especially now that power is out, I'm like, yo, this, that's I, I can't every episode accountability loyalty. Tasha's always talking about accountability all the time because Ghost doesn't know what that word is. He just knows that there it starts with an A. He don't know what the fuck that word means. Yeah. He don't know whether it's whether it means his left foot, his right foot. He don't know if it's supposed to be like what how you spell it, nothing. He just knows it starts with the letter A. And I'm not even sure he know that. Poor ghost. <laughs> poor poor ghost. Fuck ghost. Poor ghost. Um <laughs> so we actually had somebody. So before we get into this, I want to encourage everybody. We've um, started a new segment of the show. Um Basically, it's called Ask Us. You can reach out to us at uh, Ask Us at Run the Take Pot. Um, your Chachi is actually going to look at the questions and get back to us and let us know um, what you guys are saying. So it's a great opportunity for you guys to send your questions into us, and then we can discuss it on the show. I think that it's important to develop the relationship um, in terms of listener and provider and podcaster that your opinions and your thought processes are actually brought up to us as well like we want to hear those type of things too 
Um, I know we had somebody write in uh, mm-hmm. for us, which was great. We were, we, we were all like super excited. I know for a fact I was fucking excited. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, somebody actually took the time to write the fuck in. Like, that's crazy. Um, do you got the question? Yeah. But yeah, no, this really inspired me to like that we should start this segment because I know y'all got questions about like things we said on the on the on like the episodes yep. or like even things that you want to know about like how we feel about certain right. you know musical situations or like music taste whatever like that so feel free to always send that in um so this week's question comes our first question comes from lj um and so he asked or they asked sorry um uh, what do y'all think about black voices and hip-hop being drowned out due to the high number of non-black rappers having success of popularity and then the second part of that question and is the success currently pushing young black men and women into overly stereotypical caricatures in order to succeed at the same level as their non-black peers so what y'all think yes i think that yes what (laughs) uh yes caricatures i feel like Lil Uzi has to be Lil Uzi. Not to say that that's not naturally him. Certain people have to be like a hyped up version of who they would normally be because they want to compete. They want to compete. When you got an artist like Post Malone, who all he's got to do, he has dumbass tattoos on his face, comes out with like... But those tattoos are new still. Yeah. That's new. Yeah, but his persona, his I mean, he switched up, right? Yeah. He, he switched up heavy when, when, when he came out. But however, however, him being a white artist and being able to succeed, that kind of sets a certain type of bar. And I'm not saying it's a good bar. I just For think that hip hop though, I don't. Um, yeah, because he is poppy. topping. He's topping hip hop charts. He's mm-hmm. topping ch- our charts. So you can't. So you can't be like, yo, it's not hip hop, my nigga. He's taking hip hop money. So mm-hmm. it is hip hop. It, it's a travesty. It's a shame. It's embarrassing to say, but at the end of the day, that's just the world. That's the climate that yeah, we live in right nah, now. I get it. I get it. But I mean, who else does? So after that, we have to start naming them. It can't. Oh, okay, right? cool. Because so, that's giving Post too much influence. So yeah. So you. I mean, but Post is a Post is a sellout artist. He's a that, he's a Spotify stream record breaking artist. Like, but is he influential? In that sense, I mean Takashi. Yeah, okay. So I'm not. I'm not done. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I'm Post saying, is to there. answer that question, we have to identify the Post players. Is, Post is there. Uh huh. Jeezy is there. There we go. Jeezy. Lil Pump is there. Takashi is there. Um, Eminem before of the previous generation, he was there. Lil Pump's not white though. Well, he's he's like he's not. He's, he's but he's non. What did we say he, last time? He's non black. Latino. He's non black. He's non black. So technically, Cause I put him in that category. He's not black. He's I'm not saying he's white, but he's also not. He's also oh, not on, black. Because you know, let me look him up. So just to just to continue the question, yeah, go ahead. Um, I believe that they kind of set certain types of trends because they are successful. And when people see that you're successful, what is it? Th- what is the thing that they do? What is the first thing when someone sees that someone's doing something on TV? And there's nothing wrong with doing this, but what is it they do from basketball to, to from any sport to any person that you see in media culture period today? You see somebody that's doing something that's hot. What's the first thing that you do? You normally you try to find a way to emulate that shit. You try to emulate it or you try to devise all of the greatest rappers in some way, shape or form paid homage to somebody who came before them. Nowadays, mm-hmm. the people that are paying homage to these people now you're, they're paying homage to trash people. 
So what's happening is that people think that if I emulate this, it's going to work. But they, the thing that they don't know is that there's a better way to do it. But they, but they don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, the people that they see is successful. So they just say to themselves, well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get a whole bunch of face tattoos. I'm going to just do wild, coke, crazy drugs. And that's all I'm going to rap about. And people are going to love me for it. And at the end of the day, this society has not proven them wrong at all. And I'm, and I'm not saying that only white artists do this. I'm not saying that. Yeah, white I won't artists, say that because I don't even because I don't think white, there's that many white artists out there. They're not. They're not. They're not that many white artists out there. But I also think but that have, I think the one thing that we have to and this you because y'all know how I feel about white artists. I don't fuck with them. But um, one thing that I think we have to put across is that whenever even though there's not that many, whenever they do come out, they immediately rise to the top of the charts, and that's problematic. Um, immediately, like. I mean, we talked about uh, the Grapevine just had an episode. Shameless plug. The Grapevine just had an um, episode up in the UK about R and B in the UK and yeah, it's a whitewashed. Um, and how whitewashed it is over there. And they were talking about like how Sam Smith and Adele are considered uh, R and B, so even though they're they're cons- we would probably consider them pop. So like outside because of the range and all the stuff that they like, just like artistically we would consider them um, pop, but they're considered. R&B and they're at the top of the charts in R&B not only in England but here in America like Adele is and I love Adele but at the same time I also recognize that she's in a space that she probably shouldn't be in um so white artists always I mean and and who where what show was it does it the meet the Campbells um recently where the the guy the, the husband of Erica Campbell had like admitted and i think somebody else had to admit this that oh jermaine dupree that they'd rather have a certain they'd rather have white artists produce black sounds so like what the pe- fuck does that even make sense that makes no sense yeah no nah, it makes sense it makes it makes you sense. put you you put a white face it'll 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 oh, reach the mass approachability yeah. Yeah. yeah put a white face out and then you put out and then you make them sing you find that white person that you can i mean they did it la reed did it with pink and he, Earl Gotti did it with the J Lo. J Lo literally you know? gave him gave Ashanti's voice to J Lo. No matter what people want to pretend otherwise, but like she was out here lip syncing for like a half of her career to black artists, and so like I think even to answer the question, it definitely. So I'm a firm believer that people do. I, I want black artists to be whoever they feel they want to be. So even if it's not normalized or what we consider to be normal, I want them to be whoever they make that makes them feel comfortable because there is somebody else who is also the same way and who has felt alone because nobody else wants to be honest with themselves. At the same time, I do agree that there's definitely people will do anything to rise up to the top. So if they see a white artist who is doing the extra shit that they can, at the end of the day, when they feel like, you know, they're done with it, they can just, like, strip away, like Miley Cyrus did, and now Justin Bieber is doing. Yeah. Um, it, it puts them in a position, it puts black artists in a position where now they're going to be boxed in, because once they do it, they're never coming out of it. It's very rare for a white, a black artist to be removed from the image they started out with. So it's it's unfortunate, but, like, and which is why I'm very big on protecting hip hop and pushing out white artists. This is the exact reason why. Max, how do you feel, man? I don't know. Like, I feel like that question is just giving t- too much power to the f- so few white artists that are out there doing it. 
Um, I do understand that they do take a lot of our culture and make it their own and popularize it, but I feel like there's way more of us doing it. Maybe I'm not paying attention to the artists that others are listening to and seeing it, and I'm not seeing it the same way. So I'm like, I would have to take a step back to further look, because I'm like, I, to me, I'm like, who's out there that they're emulating? Who, what, who has that much influence? Right. So I have to take a step back and analyze the whole situation because I don't see it that way. So I think that when you look at it, you can have, for example, you can have like three, three, three black artists, right? Mm. One could be number one, two, and three, right? Um, G Easy or Post Malone come out. As soon as they come out, no lie, that week. Guarantee they're number one on the charts. But G Easy took a long Guaranteed. time. To I'm get not to saying that he didn't pay. Though. I'm not saying he he had a slow climb. He did. I've listened to all his projects. He had a slow climb to where he is right now. But they but but that doesn't say. But there are a lot of artists who have more projects than him. There are a lot of artists who had maybe better works, maybe body of works than he did as well too. Who still don't have that the ability to just come out and just go number one. And I'm not saying his singles be okay. It'd be good. But they don't be like fucking number one single. You know what's funny is that like I, there's this like video going all over Facebook where this guy is like like fighting like arguing with his friend about like how Drake just recently went number one. I think his first number one came from Views, yeah. and Drake has like yeah. shitload of projects. And it's that's the point. Like like somebody like Drake who like we thought was big didn't hit didn't make number one until like what was that what album was two that? albums ago? Yeah, like that's isn't that kind of, that's wild. And I don't even think it's like. They're, I don't even think it's like considerable. I'm not even thinking about like um, what their influence is because at the end of the day, like what we think and what the numbers are are some can be two different things. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm worried about is like the influence of the industry and how people look at like, okay, how can I break into this industry? Or how can, how does this, basically how the industry works? Like who does the industry push and who does the industry put on the back shelf or put on the back burner? Before, it was just... African dom- it was African American dominated. You had one. You had Eminem. That was mm-hmm. it. There was no Latin. There was no Mexican. There was not it was just one. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, black. Nowadays and it was and it was like that for a long time, right? And now in this short span, now you see all these different So you gotta blame the internet. All these all these different all these different people popping up. And I think that's why the question is relevant because now you're beginning to see like, oh, this guy is successful. Okay, cool. I'm going to do what he does and I'm going to do some ex- super extreme shit. Some super, yeah. some troll shit. Almost get shot. Almost, I mean, Tashikashi just got yeah, kidnapped, pistol, beat, kidnapped. dragged. All this stuff you got to blame on the internet because the labels half the time got nothing to do with that. I mean, the that's, got that's true, that. but they push, but they don't necessarily, they don't give a fuck about these nah, artists. I, they just push these artists. They just, they put the battery in their back and say, yo, you're number one or you number three. What can you do to get to number one? That's the goal this quarter. What can you do? Keep giving us that content. Keep doing, like, keep doing this. Keep doing that. Takashi, I'm telling you right now, is going to end up, like, I'm not saying that. I don't wish that on nobody, but the trajectory that he's saying, this is an XX, this is a triple X trajectory that he's going down. Like you taking Chief Key's baby ex baby mom, well baby mom out to shop, my nigga. Like yo, do you not understand yeah. like who this dude is? This this is Chief Keith is not you, bro. Chief Keith is proven, yep. proven, bro. You ain't spent no time in the feds, none. 
You don't got no, like, you might have, you was crip one day, then blood the next day. Like, come on, these gang ties, these gang relations. Now you're going, but so now I just feel like now you have these people. That's not to say that gang culture was not prevalent in hip-hop before Takashi 6 9 Absolutely not. But the way that he's trolling it, though, before, it was like, yo, that's my gang, that's my gang, yeah. right? Nah, it's the age of the trolling. It's like, it's part of the niche. That's what you got to do to be out of there. Yeah. But the thing is, and this is what I always like, I feel like it's to. a lot of people doing this. Not, no, nah, it's true. It's not only him, but I think like when he does it, like because they push him to be so much in the forefront that like it it can be problematic. Um, but I think the thing is, is like like Takashi Six Nine, he can decide. You know what? Two days from now, that I'm gonna go by Daniel Hernandez from here on out, and nobody will remember Takashi Six Nine, and he can do that. And I think that is my that is where my issues lie when it comes to these artists because they can like literally shrug off all of this like you know set tripping that he's doing and all of this like trolling that he's attempting and all this stuff and being online and telling people to come see him that he wants the smoke which he definitely doesn't but like you know all of that he tomorrow he can be like you know y'all I was just kidding and then shrug it off. There's no way that a black artist would be allowed to is allowed to do that in our society and that is a problem because it shows that our culture not to say that like gang culture is like black culture but like that cult that hip-hop culture is expend like it's just expendable depending on who does it and how easy it is to place it on a white to sell it using a white face post malone started rapping soon as he got on was the first thing he did first thing he did was distance himself from the same thing that that got him to that point in the first place said hip-hop oh you want to listen to real music go listen to bob dylan what the fuck bro you wasn't saying that shit when you was trying to get white iverson in, into a top 10 spot you waited until you had a number one album you waited until congratulations blew the fuck up to you selling out shows and then now you get an influence and what's the first thing that you do it's like it's like they sleep yourselves and some shit like as soon as they get on my nigga as soon as you get on right after that just you know start laying a little Little bombs here and there and shit. Start start like adjusting the perspective and and, and, and and changing the narrative a little bit more. And it's like, yo, you wasn't talking like that. So if you Jay-Z, Jay Z, Jay Z don't speak out against the rap. Nigga, you a rapper. So when you come in and you like, oh nah, but you know, now listen to this. Now you got his fan, now you are converting his fans from thinking that rap is appropriate and cool to now, because you got some dickheads out here that really believe everything that these people say, which is the bigger problem, right? Mm-hmm. Now they believe, like, oh, yeah, I guess rap's not that good. He didn't even, like, try to point out, like, old, like, you know, old school rap or nothing like that. It was straight shit. to Bob Dylan and, like, country music. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, that, I've never been a fan of Post Malone to begin with, so there's that. But... Now, I understand why people don't fuck with him. Yeah. But I'm like, he's not. There's more. The influence is real. Like, the influence is genuinely real. Because people see these people shoot to the chop top of the charts. Maybe GEZ excluded. But they see these artists, Lil Pump, shoot to the top of the charts. Takashi, Post. They see this shit, and, they, and they're non-black. And now black artists have to compete. Now they have to compete. Now they have to find out a way to be gimmicks. Now they got to find... And that's where the caricature comes in. Now they got to find out a way to crank that energy up to a 1,000 which brings on trolling, which brings on the Instagram antics, which brings on all the extracurricular bullshit that ain't got shit to do with music. 
because at the end of the day, now they got to figure out a way to just go on. Social media is the worst thing that could happen. It's a music. tool to, it's a yeah, tool. Like, it yeah, and, and these artists, now they use that shit, man. And and because of that, now other people see like, yo, I got to, I got to, now I got to be this extreme person to be successful. Because these people out here saying extreme shit, doing extreme shit, and making extreme changes in musical tones. And then now there's, you know, Spotify stream sales breaking fucking records. Well, if I want to do that, what the fuck do I got to do? Let me try to figure it out. And it has nothing to do with music, bro. And I just think, I just go, I just want to go back to the time when it was just music, my nigga. It was just music, bro. That's, that was it, bro. First week sales, that shit was real because your shit was fire. Not because you fucking trolled your way to 200,000 you know album age, sales man. bro it's crazy man it's crazy yeah, to be successful in the music game you, you have to have a brand you, you have to have a social media presence you like just a significant can't, can't one. just be just music music yeah that's true you gonna get lost in the sauce um last thoughts before we wrap up man what you got mm. i think post malone took young thug swag hmm 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 how so? Like, even like dressing the tattoos on the face. I'm not. I'm not gonna say his sound, but like the swag. Nah, I can't though, take he, that nigga's sound. His is different. sound is different, but like the swag though, he's t- he takes a lot from Young Thug. Okay. You don't think that all of this comes from the all of this is the der- derivatives of the swag of Lil Wayne? No, nah, it's partially because okay. Young Thug takes that from Lil Wayne. Right. Okay. So, so Lil Wayne, we've it, it starts. So we've established him start, to be the. Yeah, it might start off. Okay. With Lil all right. Wayne, cool. Young Thug is influenced by okay. Lil Wayne. Okay. Gotcha. And then Post is influenced by all these guys he came up under. Gotcha. So I can, I can, I can get you on that. I can get you on that. Anything for you, Church? Um. Don't take people's loyalties for granted. <laughs> Gosh. Be loyal. Be loyal. Well, listen, I'm guy. serious. I'm not like I'm for real, for real. Like especially since we were talking about power. Especially since like especially if there is um, uh, a woman in your life who has been extremely loyal to you, do not take that shit for granted. Because when she leaves, like you will really understand what it means to not have somebody in your corner. So for your own safety, for your own good, treat that woman right. Put that woman first and right. the Jaheim. And even your friends. Girl, <laughs> if you got a girl, if you got a homegirl that's real, if you got a homeboy that's real, like don't because I think that here's another thing with men. I think a lot of y'all don't realize that y'all have a lot of bullshit ass niggas in your circle. There's a lot of men in y'all circle that's very jealous of y'all and those are the ones that you for whatever reason y'all listen to. I don't know why. But and they be fucking up your lives. So like pay attention to who's actually real, who's honest with you and who's loyal to you and then like kick the, the fuck niggas out your circles. Boom. Gems. Uh, for myself, guys, just recapping on this episode, how do you guys feel about everything that we discussed? Um, how do you feel about the industry right now? You know, you know, Uchashi has some great sentiments about non-black artists in the game right now. How do you feel about it? Um, what were your thoughts on these new pro- these new tracks from Chance the Rapper? How do you feel about the internet's new album, Havman? Um what did you learn i guess like let us know how you feel about the episode in the comments below always reach out to us www.runnertape.com connect with us on social media at runnertapepod on um 
on Instagram, Twitter. You can always listen to the episode on all major streaming platforms. And we appreciate you listening as always, man. Send your questions to ask us at Run the Tape Pot. Or Chachi's, Run the Tape dot com. Chachi's gonna listen. She's gonna watch some shows. <laughs> <laughs> ask away. All right, y'all. Peace. We out. Bye. Peace.